Hi, good morning friends. Welcome to today's morning briefing session. First of all, a disclaimer that this is only for educational purpose and we do not recommend or advocate any stocks mentioned during the call. The sources of our information are various publicly available data sites such as investing.com, Money Control, Bloomberg, Business Standard, ET, Mint, BSE, Financial Express and others. So we start by looking at what happened in the US market. Dow Jones ended in the negative territory, minus 22 points down. S&P was almost flat at minus 5 points. NASDAQ was minus 9 points. So overall a flat performance uh, in the U.S. market. U.S. 30 futures was trading minus 77 points. And U.S. 500 futures was trading almost flat at minus 5 points as we speak. Uh, the Japanese shares have risen on the IMF outlook, which has lifted the optimism for corporate earnings. Back in India, standard international monetary fund, which is IMF, has pegged contract in India's economy at 8% in the current fiscal year, which is higher than 7.7% decline, which was predicted by government of India. However, however, the organization expects that a growth rate of 11.5% is possible in the next financial year before it slows down to 6.8% in FY23. So FY2023, the growth could possibly slow down to 6.8% from 11% next fiscal year. India's GDP is expected to contract by 8% and this is a report that has come from FIKI's economic outlook survey. So more or less uh, for FY21, uh, the outlook is a negative one, uh, pegged around 7.7% to 8% by various agencies. Uh, overseas investment by domestic firms, which is Indian firms, has fallen by over 42% to about 1.5, 1.45 billion in December 20, which uh, so basically reflects the overall sentiment in the Indian market. Uh, there's some interesting news coming from uh, on the policy side. So India is likely to double the health spending in the next fiscal year with the aim of raising expenditure in the sector to about 4% of GDP output in the coming four years. Uh, another important news coming from uh, RBI is that on uh, RBI on January 25th has said that it is examining if there is a need to introduce digital central bank digital currency. So CBDC as they call it, central bank digital currency in the country and how that could possibly be operationalized. So it seems that bit, uh, sort of bitcoins or digital currencies could possibly come legal in India. Uh, moving on to institutional side, FIs have sold shares worth 6, 765 odd crores and domestic institutional investors have sold shares worth 387 odd crores. So it is uh, three days in a row that FIs have been selling and we need to see whether that could be a reverse, reversal uh, uh, possibly today. Uh, on the Nifty index, the key resistance level to watch out is 14,430 levels and key support level to watch out is 13,930 levels. For bank Nifty, key resistance level to watch out is 31,710 levels and key support level to watch out is 29,970 levels. Maximum call open interest is at 15,000 followed by 14,500. Call writing we are seeing at 14,400 followed by 14,500 levels. Maximum put open interest we are seeing at 14,000 
followed by 13,500, which will act as a support level. Put writing we are seeing at 14,200, followed by 14,100 levels. Maximum pain stands at 14,300. This is the level at which most of the retailers are invested, and this is the level that uh, FIAs and domestic uh, and institutional investors target, so that retail investors have the maximum pain. On the non-speculative side, um, on the bulk deal front, on Vikas Ecotech counter, uh, the counter has been picked up by Lara India Opportunities Fund Limited. So this is the second bulk deal in the recent past on this counter, and one needs to investigate as to what is happening. On the automotive front, there is some uh, interesting news coming in. So the government has finally approved this scrapage policy, which will come into effect from April 2022. Government vehicles older than 15 years will be scraped as per the vehicle scrapage policy, which has been approved on January 25th, uh, according to the Ministry of Road Transport and Highways, which is MORTH. So this was uh, in the in the making. The policy was in making for for quite a while, and finally it has been approved. This will certainly support the automotive companies. Another very important news coming from Hero Motor Corp, which says as the world is moving to electric vehicles, Hero Motor Corp is eyeing markets beyond two wheelers. So it will not be restricting itself just to two wheelers, but could possibly get into three wheelers or four wheelers, as the company seems to be suggesting. On the IT segment, there is a Gartner report that has come which has said that India's spending will rise to about 6.8% and reach uh, an estimated dollar value of about $88 billion in 2021. So it's certainly a good news for the IT industry. Uh, on Wipro counter, uh, Douglas Silva has been appointed as the country head for Brazil, so some action on the South American markets. On the banking and financial side, we have news for you from ICICI Securities, which has reported a profit of 267 odd crores in Q3 of FY21, as against 137 odd crore in Q3 of FY20. The revenue has jumped to 620 odd crores from rupees 422 crores on year-on-year -year basis. So quite a significant jump on the revenue front, and one certainly needs to investigate this. According to Business Standard, Axis Bank Q3 profit may jump up to 83% on year-on-year -year basis. However, the asset quality could take a hit, so Axis is one counter that you need to watch out for. Finally, on the conglomerate side, before we move on to the results calendar, we have news for you for, uh, for LNT. Uh, wherein the company has reported a consolidated profit about, of about 2400 odd crores in Q3 of FY21, which is against 235 to 2300 odd crores reported in Q3 of FY22, while the revenue has fallen to rupees 35,596 crores from 36,243 odd crores. So, a better consolidated profit, however, a decline in the overall revenues. LNT at the same time has bagged a 1390 crore contract for the Bullion train project at the same time. On the results day, and again an important day for the heavyweights, so we have results for Axis Bank, Hindustan Unilever, Bank of Baroda, Canra Bank, Marico, Imami, Hindustan Organic Chemicals, ICICI Potential Life Insurance, India Simmons, JK Paper, Jyoti Labs, Lakshmi Machine Works, Mahindra EPC Irrigation, Nippon Life and Asset Management, PNB Housing Finance, Quest Corp, Tata Coffee, United Spirits, 
and Wellspun are some of the important names that will be declaring their quarterly results today. With this, over to Nitinji and Abhishek now. Thank you, Pratan. Good morning, everyone. Update from healthcare space. India has so far supplied more than 6 million doses of COVID vaccine to about 9 countries and it plans to gradually supply to COVAX facility of the WHO as India has informed to UN. Moderna has claimed that its vaccine is effective against both the new variants of COVID virus found in UK and South Africa respectively. Kim's Health, Tiruvananthapuram based multi-speciality hospital has invested 300 crores to set up a new 10 floor facility which has ultra-modern facilities like operation theatres, 75-bed ICU with central monitoring, robotic surgery unit, hyperbaric oxygen facility, etc. Strides Pharma has received USFDA approval for ursodiol capsules, which are therapeutically equivalent to Actigal capsules of allergen. The drug indicated for the treatment of patients with primary biliary cirrhosis has an annual market size of 45 million US dollars. Lupin has received US FDA approval for Sevelamir carbonate tablets, generic equivalent of Renvela tablets of Genzyme, indicated for the control of serum phosphorus in patients suffering from kidney disease. The drug has annual sales of nearly 350 million US dollars. During the last quarter of 2020, India saw 19 IPOs worth nearly 2 billion US dollars, indicating positive sentiment of investors towards India's prospects. Even during COVID times, healthcare is at the forefront in terms of the industries on which investors are bullish. Serum Institute has secured approval of South African authorities to supply AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine to South Africa. Zydus Cadilla has announced positive results from phase 2 studies of Decidustat in COVID-19 patients. The trials were conducted in Mexico. COVID times have given a positive boost to home healthcare service industry with patients who have to undergo dialysis, physiotherapy, chemotherapy even, preferring healthcare services at home. This trend is expected to continue as home healthcare industry evolves in terms of automation and patient connect in response to changing expectations. Subject Expert Committee of India's Drug Regulatory Authority has denied waiver sought by NATCO to conduct local clinical trials of its drug baricitinib for treatment of COVID-19. NATCO will therefore now have to conduct local trials before seeking approval. Pfizer has informed that it will apply for approval of its COVID-19 vaccine in India only if government commits to buying the shots. Pfizer was the first company to seek emergency use authorization for a COVID-19 vaccine in India, but according to regulatory officials, Pfizer representatives failed to turn up for the meetings after company's application was made in early December. Pfizer's expectation of government booking the order for shots ahead of its decision to take uh, trials in India is somewhat surprising. Probably a first time that company has made such a demand. Gland Pharma is said to be looking to manufacture two vaccines and is in talk with manufacturers. One vaccine meant for India and the other vaccine for rest of the world. With this, we take your leave for the day and wish you a good trading day. Bye-bye.
Yeah, many thanks for this update. Over to chemical uh, chemical sector updates. Kiri Industries Limited has uh, started the first phase of commercial production of a specialty intermediate at its plant located at Varoda. This is from 25th Jan 2021. The combined installed capacity of the first phase of the new plant is about 6,000 metric tons per annum, which shall add several new products in dyes intermediate and specialty chemical sectors. Um, with this, the incremental revenues would be about 300 odd crores, considering full capacity utilization progressively in the next few months and considering current price levels in the market. The company shall utilize about 30% of production for its own consumption and remaining 70% production shall be sold in domestic as well as interma international markets for dye stuff, uh, pharmaceutical and chemical sectors. A few results that we are tracking, Naveen Fluorine International has reported their result for December quarter. The company has reported a total income of 319 crores during the period ended December 31st. This is about 3% lower as compared to 328 crores in September quarter. However, on year-on-year -year basis, on nine-month comparison, the total income is up by almost 11% and the company has posted a, a quarterly profit of 56 crores, uh, which is again lower by around 12 odd percent as compared to previous quarter, which is 64 odd crores in the September quarter. However, on the again on the nine-month uh, comparison on year-on-year -year basis, the net profit is uh, up almost by 34 odd percent. Sharda Cropchem, they have reported uh, the financial result for the period ended December 31st. Uh, the company reported a total income of around 500 odd crores for for December 31st. Uh, which is about 16% higher as compared to the previous quarter, uh, which were 430, 434 odd crores, uh, which ended in September 30th. And the company posted a net profit of about 48 crores, which is uh, almost 150% higher as against 19 odd crores in September uh, quarter. So this is all from our side. Uh, we'll keep tracking the result season and we'll update you accordingly. Till then, we wish you a nice trading day ahead. Thank you.